little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? I beg your pardon. Are you ill? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello, and welcome back to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm in Kells. And I'm in... So we are socially distancing by several thousand kilometers. Yes. Well, not several thousand kilometers, several thousand meters. Yeah. So we're doing this on FaceTime because we knew you missed us so much because so many people are still listening to the Oscars podcast. Yes. <laughs> we're getting, every day there's someone listening to that. And yeah, because like the Oscars have gone. <laughs> yeah, like these are our predictions for event yeah. and we got everything right. Did we? No, but well, we oh, we yeah. did yeah. we did predict that Parasite was going to do well, just not yeah. quite how well. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. We're going to do a podcast on the Dublin Film Festival, which was also a yeah. while ago. But this was yeah. something we were really looking forward to doing at the time because this is the first time where we both went with a season ticket. Yeah, and it was brilliant. So how many, any idea how many you saw? Oh, I, oh, I think it was about 31. It would have been about, yeah, like it's yeah. close enough to my mind was, I think, 35. So yeah, I, I mean, there was... Because a few of them I couldn't, because it was the start of the coronavirus, I think. And then uh, some of the transportation was, weren't working, like the dart wasn't oh, working yeah. or whatever. And it was too late for me to get the dart home. Yeah, they were so I had to skip a few. Ahead. Yes, yeah. in, that, in that way, we were incredibly lucky that basically all the restrictions for cinemas and everything came into force a week after the festival ended. Yeah, exactly a week after. Yeah. Because we closed the pub on the... 15th and yeah the week before exactly the sunday before was the closing of the festival yeah like i mean it was supposed to be another screening a week afterwards um yeah, of the, the audience film, choice yeah and we yeah. had a ticket for that but that was cancelled so that was the only film of the festival to cancel and it is funny when you think of it like the last night we were there for the closing film in cine world <laughs> 17 which is huge yeah packed in packed. like sardines yeah. when all this was just kicking off yeah. But we're still alive and still healthy. But the thing is, what we did as well, like I remember at that stage, me, because I was taking the the Dart and then the Lewis into Smithfield and then obviously walking down or whatever. But even then, I kept washing my hands so much. Right. Constantly washing my hands. And we had our own coffee cups. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we, 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 most of the time we did, but we were just doing that for environmental reasons. Yeah, like we just have to bring I, our own coffee cups but yeah when I you think of it constantly washing my hands like i wasn't even touching my face or anything once i got in the dark like that was it i was going to wait until i got to the cinema to wash my hands and i i was cleaning my phone as well because i, I could touch something and then touch my phone 
Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Well, you were being far more cautious than I was. It never occurred to me. I was I, all the precautions I was taking was just normal precautions anyway. Like as we said, the coffee cup. Yeah. Well, you were. You see, you weren't in, in public transportation. That's, that's true. Why you only, but car, I was in so. public cinemas and public forums and yeah. so on. But anyway, to the films. Yeah. Also, so. just another another <laughs> another thing to put in. The only films that we were with a lot of people were the galas because other than that, we kept going all the way up away from everyone. <laughs> Well, that's because we so, found because most of the films we saw were in Lighthouse One, and we found the ideal seat near the back, yeah. like it was a, in the middle row of the back. So we were never, yeah, it was only at the galas where there were people around us. Yeah. So it was. So it didn't do too bad. No. Well, we're as I said, it's a long time ago, and we're still doing grand. So, and we haven't heard of anyone yeah. going down from it. So, yeah. how do you want to do this? Do you want to go through your highlights or memories? Like, this is the first time you went with a season ticket. What was that experience like for you? It was, I was just was so good. Like, I was even talking to John a couple of days ago about that. And I was like, oh, my God, I miss it so much. Like, I miss going out to go to the cinema. And I just got those two weeks were full on cinema for now to be nothing. I said, that's like, with the draw, that's cold turkey. That's like withdrawal <laughs> symptoms. You just, you know, when you, you say... I'm going to go on a diet tomorrow. So you eat loads today. <laughs> and then tomorrow you go on the diet. That's how I felt. And I just miss it so much. So I wish that could happen again. Because I just loved going in and spending the day coming in out of films, having a coffee, having a bit of food, and then going back into the cinema and then coming home and then waking yeah. up and doing it all again. Yeah. It was just so good. And no film was the same. So it was like, it's not as if you're going, for example, oh, the French Film Festival where it's all in French or whatever. No, you go to completely different films one after another they're like extremely different um so like there was one day that i was even looking that we did i i think we did at the start we did like a, it was a fiction film i think it was the uh, adoption probably and then after that i saw which was black and white and polish or i'm from the Ukrainian, 70s I think. no it was yeah. polish it was from the 70s and oh no it's hungarian I a documentary about rhinos yeah <laughs> and then we saw calm with horses I think yeah. so. They're completely different films. From the, not even um, not even just from different places, different decades. Yeah, and, and different cultures. Like, yeah, so it was very good because they kind of broke it all up. So it's not like you're watching the same kind of film. It's just so long. It didn't feel like that because it was something different, and you were excited to see what the next one was. Yeah. Um. It was just oh, it was so good. I can't wait to do it again. Well, I mean, that's what I've always felt about it. Like, I used to think I'm seeing so many films and yet I can remember every one of them. And I yeah. always feel that after. I can still remember film festivals from the 90s that I saw, films I saw in there and the whole experience of it. But it is exactly that, the whole idea. And particularly when it's all in one place. I love it being yeah. in most of it in, light, in the lighthouse. So you basically yeah. go and see a film, walk out, go and get a cup of coffee, finish your coffee, go back in and see another yeah. one. And often go back to the same seat. Yeah. Like the, I remember doing that in the screen in college three years ago and so on. It's just wonderful to do it like that. And it's exactly as you said, the variety of it. The fact you're seeing yeah. something completely different. And even if one of them isn't any good, you're just kind of like, ah oh, well, next one probably be better. Yeah, so you think exactly, like that. Yeah. So it just feels perfectly natural. But I would yeah. say yeah, like you're you're you can't watch them all. And some of them overlap oh, yeah. and you're like, Oh no, I have to sacrifice this one. Well, there was a few that I'd love to have seen. Yeah, and I thought, and I even thought at the time, ah, well, they get general release. 
not going to happen now. So, yeah. so we're, and in fact, some of them we were thinking of, will we go because they're going to come out in general release anyway? And then we said, will we leave it for when it does come out? And then we said, I know we're going to see it anyway because you just wanted to balance out crowd pleasers yeah. with things. So I think we did very yeah. well in that oh, regard. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, it was funny because the whole coronavirus crap was all kicking off at the start. Do you remember seeing Spring Tide, the Chinese film, which was lovely, yeah. which was a really yeah. great start. Like that was early on, yeah. but it was introduced by the director on screen. Like yeah, basically there's a film because she well, couldn't be there. But that was because in China it hit in December and it yeah. got worse uh, January, February. So this was like, the, it was one of the first films we saw. So I think it was, it was the first film we saw, I think. So it it was like, um, I think it, it, it had gotten really tough at that stage for them that they couldn't leave the country yeah. anymore. Like it, it was huge in China then. And then it, it started going to Italy or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, well, that was the that. fact that, that she was there by video link saying she couldn't be with us. And we were saying, oh, so the coronavirus has affected yeah. the film. And this is the first indication of how it's going to affect it. And now you're thinking of the very yeah. idea of someone from China having come during all that. And there was another one I saw yeah. where we was introduced by an Italian director. And this is just when it was kicking off in Italy. And he again sent a video saying he didn't think it was a good idea. I don't think he even had to stay at home, but he just felt yeah. it wasn't a good idea. And then everything went mad there. So there was yeah. very few guests or so on. Most of the guests there were Irish. Yeah. But one of the guests was, I've forgotten his name, but you know him. George? Yes. George Mackay. Did you enjoy that experience? I did. I enjoyed all, all the panels that we did stay, which were three of them, I think. And no, it, no we were there for two panels, was it? As in, like, we stayed on for two panels. Um, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, th- I think he's a very intelligent guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, so not, that I'm was... not going to expand on it. But no, 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 yeah, that's, no, that's all really you need to say. It. Did and you enjoy it? You know, it, it, it gave real kind of insight of everything he had to do just to, to be able to portray that character. So I thought that was a good, a good experience. I enjoyed that. And you enjoyed the film? Which I was did. the true history of the Kelly gang. I did. Was it one of your highlights? Um, as in one of the best the films I, like, I really well, liked. Well, I know you were really looking forward to it, and partly because he was in it and so on. But I mean, I was yeah. really looking forward because I knew the story and it's just, I like films like that. And I thought, I actually thought it was excellent. It was better than I expected. But Yeah, no, I thought it was really, really good. Definitely one of the highlights. Mm. But I have... Because I've listed my favorite festival films. Okay, how many do you have? Well, I have like five, as in that we always do like my five best, but obviously two of them always share. <laughs> so I have like two one, what? two, three, four, oh, five, <laughs> seven. That's seven, actually. Okay, well, I only had three, but I'll add two more to it now. Okay, well, you, you go. Well, I just picked three. No, I mean, there's loads because Spring Tide I thought was great. Um, Proxima was well. Proxima was good. Heroic Losers was great. Kelly Gang I thought was great, but I didn't include them. Yeah, I just I went. I just limited to three. So I mean, films I thought were very good that aren't that aren't in my top ones will be things like Dear Skin, which I'm pretty sure is in your top five. Yeah. Um, uh, the specials, which you didn't see, which is really good. It was yeah. um a film about 
two guys running separate organizations for helping people with learning difficulties and then and it was just like it's one of these things oh this is gonna be really wordy but it was french and it was wonderful very entertaining um i'm just trying to oh it must be heaven was another do you remember that this is the one you didn't put that as your top that is literally my number one really it must be heaven because we were laughing so much at the stuff that he was doing the turkish film yeah, the no, the, yeah, the Palestinian the film. The Palestine, Palestinian film, sorry. Palestinian yeah. film. What, we saw another Turkish one, I think. Anyway, the Palestinian film. That, I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Uh, him in New York, because he didn't yeah. say a word throughout the whole... I just thought that was one of the best films there. And I put it as my number one, even though I have another one that would have made number one, but I didn't didn't put it. I gave it to It Must Be Heaven. Okay. Well, what would you... Let's go through your... What's your number five? I have balloon and deer skin. <laughs> balloon would have been in there high as well. Yeah. And balloon was unexpected. Yes. To be good. Like we thought yeah. it would be pleasant. Balloon was a Chinese film set during the one child only rules in China at the time. And this woman is pregnant. I because... think it was two. Oh, well, no, they had two. But the law had just come in. You were only allowed to have one from no, then on. You... No, I think you were allowed to have two. Well... They had two. They had two children yeah, at the time. They, they couldn't have any more. Because she was pregnant again with the third. Yeah, but, so the, 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 once, but the law that came in, because I remember it coming in, was you could only have one child from then on. Mm. And they already had two, so they were over the limit anyway. They weren't going to be penalized for that because it was before the law, but by having a third child. And the reason they had the third child was yeah. because the other two had turned their condoms into balloons. That was the <laughs> premise of the whole thing. And it was just... it was. Very hard hitting and dramatic, but hilariously funny as well. It was so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. um, So, yeah, I would say that is my number five as well. Okay. Four. Number four, I have Mickey and the Bear. Oh, Um, oh, yeah, I really liked it. I wouldn't put it high up. Like, it wasn't... It was very good. It was better than I expected. Yeah. And I have The Invisible Life of Euridice Guzman, because that was a nice surprise. Okay. Bakura yeah. was obviously my number two, no joke. <laughs> no, it's just because Bakura disappointed us so much that yeah. I didn't know what to expect of this one. So it made actually me go in with less expectations and be more surprised probably, pleasantly, by, okay. by the film. So I really, really liked it. Well, I, it's my number two. Oh, I, wow. I loved it. And I had very little expectations of it. Like I just said, well, it's a Brazilian film. That was it. That was all and that you oh, had wow. picked. Well, you wow. picked. No, no, no. Wow. I don't mean Goodbye, that I was. Nick. This time I, picked, <laughs> I don't even have to leave the room. I could just press a button and not talk to you anymore. So this is how we're doing the podcast from now on, isn't it? Even when everything's cleared. So no, Mick, I don't feel comfortable. It's 10 years later, Marina. I don't feel comfortable going in. <laughs> Could you just post me those mints? <laughs> what I mean is, I, you had picked it. And so I just said, right, well, we go and see that. And I didn't pay any more attention to it than that. I just said I knew it was a Brazilian film we were going to see. That's what I said. I knew nothing yeah. about it. Sorry, I'm not picking your face. This is something on my screen. And then it was just the sort of film I like. Like it was epic covering 60 or years or so. over the day. And it yeah. was just so well done in every way yeah so it was very close to being my film at a festival like i was really amazed by it and i really want to read the book 
like it's based on a book so i'm curious yeah. to get that yeah and also the actress in it that who played the old part at the end and you nudge me when she first says oh there she is because you had seen her in the credits i didn't know she was she's a famous brazilian yeah. actress apparently she was in central station yeah that's because i remember i said she looks familiar and said oh that's vicious so good to see her still active at 91 or 92 oh yeah i'd say she'd be the ones now that she'll never kind of die she'll die when she's like 107 or something because she's <laughs> really well like she's looking well oh yeah but she doesn't look her age like she looks yeah. old but she doesn't look like in her 90s but i checked out that she is 91 or 92 or something like that yeah so well that was my number two so my number what's the sound are you doing something no that sound just went weird there oh i think it's me echoing yes i'll stand back um i would say my number four then would be cam with horses Okay. Because I really See, I liked it. Post, I didn't put any of the big ones in. Any of the like, um, like History of the Kelly Gang or Calm with Horses or like obviously Vivarium or <laughs> uh, what was the other one? Herself. But like I didn't put those gala ones in because like I thought they were very good, some of them. <laughs> but I didn't feel the need to put them here. Because there weren't surprises. Hmm? They weren't surprises. No, good. I do have an Irish one here. Oh yeah, I can guess but, which one it is. It's probably mine, number three. Yeah, mine is number two though. Okay. Well, what I will say, what I will say about Camel Horses, I thought it was it was much better than I expected. So it was a surprise because I thought, oh my god, yeah. here we have another Irish gangland film, and yeah. it just seems it's always this is what they're just churning out all the time, and certainly it was that, but it was so well done. Like, I have no problem with making the same type of film over and over again, even if it's depressing, grim, miserable or whatever. But if it's done well, and this was yeah. done really well. But this one is not, like, the thing is, you have the character, which is the typical character that is in the gangland and is, you know, rough, whatever. But that was Barry Keoghan's character. Yeah. And they chose to concentrate on the friend, kind of like the sidekick guy, yeah. who is quiet. Yeah, he so was the quiet, gentle it's giant. It's more type. interesting... Yeah, it's a much more interesting story than the typical gang. Not he's not the leader of the gang, but he's what like he would be the typical main character where you'd concentrate on. Yeah. But they made it so yeah. more much more sympathetic, basically the, the, your man's story, and um, because he has a child and whatever. So I think they did it very well. They chose who to concentrate the story on very well. So. Yeah, I liked okay. it, but it's not it's not my number. Which one did you say that? That it's was number, number three? four. Did you do That was my number four. And oh, we've okay. done your number four, I think. So what was your okay. number three? My number three was one that was... Can you guess? Um, no. Is it something I, that I would pick? It could be, but you've seen it before and you told me you've seen it before. Like not the film you've seen before, the uh, a film about uh, with the same director, and it's a quirky film. Oh, um, about endlessness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would have put that in there, except it, exactly what you said about things like camera horses and so on. Or a lot, it wasn't a surprise to me. I knew exactly what I was going to get with that. It's like um, yeah. 
with Pain and Glory, um, where I just thought, oh yeah, this is a great Almodovar film. Yeah. And this was a great Roy Anderson film. And I was wa- I was watching it from the point, like I totally enjoyed the experience because you loved it. Because this yeah. is the sort of thing I said, part of me was going, she'll either love it or hate it. And I said, you would absolutely love it because of the way it's done. Yeah. Like it's just vignettes, the camera never moves. They just set the scene and it's just individual things. And it's not his best, which is good news for you. Some of his other yeah. ones are, his last one was amazing, but it's still yeah. excellent. But that's the thing, like it's just, it, it was such like a, because it, it was a discovery for me, yeah. basically. So to me, it's like, oh, this is a new director now that I will love getting to know his work, basically. So, like, that was just, and it was just so good. Obviously, the way everything looked, but the story, like, none of it needed to make sense anyway. But it's like sketches, mm-hmm. very beautifully made sketches. <laughs> like, yeah. it, just, it was just so good. And we were laughing so much at it as well. It's kind of in the same line as It Must Be Heaven in the yeah. sense that it's very simple because there isn't really much of a storyline other than bits of the film that really make you either think or laugh yeah well, this, very that's, well, it's, well, well when we're watching it must be heaven which we saw before about endlessness that's what i was thinking throughout i said oh my god this is yeah. just like roy anderson stuff except with him in the must be heaven it's the director the palestinian director walking through yeah. various cities and things he sees whereas about yeah. endlessness is just about 30 one minute scenes that some of them can be very funny. Some of them, nothing at all happens. Like remember the, um, the guy at the, in the restaurant and he just has a glass of wine and the waiter just pours the wine until it starts overflowing the glass. And Mary goes, what do you do? What do you do? And then it just ends. Like, there's yeah. nothing to it, just this. But it's just, what they are is effectively, they're like paintings. It's like yeah, each one is a painting yeah. with action happening. And it's not even about what's happening. It's just look at what you're looking at. This is it. Yeah. So... And definitely, I think they work better in the cinema because I'd seen two, it's two previous films. The last one I saw in the cinema at the festival and it was packed out and everyone was roaring, laughing, great. The one before that, I just happened to see in video and enjoyed it, but not laugh out loud the way you would in a crowd. So, yeah. made for cinema. Okay, so that was your number three, was it or number two? Yeah, number three. Okay, well, my number three is Arocked. Yeah, that's my number two. Yeah, thought it would be. <laughs> Which again really surprised me. Yeah. I did well, not I expect this to be good. Any expectations? Because well, I didn't know really. I, I tried not to know anything about it. Like mm-hmm. I only found out it was about the the famine once we were in there and All they right. started showing it. So which was good because that way you can't prejudge a film. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've seen grim films about like we saw Black Forty Seven that was also kind of about it, but it was more epic. Yeah. Kind of. So this one was more about the character, I think, than the actual story of, like, historical story. Do you yeah. get me? I think it was more his relationship with the girl. So I thought it was brilliant. So it was yeah. good that I didn't go in knowing anything because then, you know, you just, because then you don't really know where the story is going as well. Yeah. Well, that's, and again, that's the great thing about a festival. Yeah. Because you just know you're going to see the films because you bought a ticket. And yeah. particularly when you have a season ticket, you just pick one, one out of three that are on. Right, I'll pick that. And you need to find out as little as you can until you see it. With Iraq, yeah. I knew it was about the famine. And again, it's like Black 47. The famine's in the background. It's yeah. not because no one's yet made a film about the famine because 
you yeah. can't it's just too hard but it was also like it was a very artistic poetic film if you like like amazing yeah. scenery really good acting yeah. the acting was really like you were watching it sometimes just watching the acting you weren't even paying attention to what was going on and what was saying like that little girl was wonderful yeah she really but he was, was really good as well because yeah. like, he, he apparently had to lose weight and all for that so he had to be extremely skinny mm-hmm. you know and even at the start of the film he wasn't that skinny and then yeah. throughout you just see this body transformation where he's just he looks skin and bone like his face changes and mm-hmm. I just thought it was brilliant. And it could be makeup or whatever, but even his expression changed. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I thought he was brilliant as well. They, they, the, the two of them were really, really good. Yeah. And that was, I think, coming out straight after the festival. I think it did come out yeah. for a week or two and then, of course, everything closed down. So it'll probably turn up online soon enough. So we urge people to see that. So my number yeah. two was, as I said, Invisible Life of Eredis. Was it Guzmar? My cinema, Guzmão. Um. So, can you guess my number one? Surely you can. The truth. Yes. Well, it, it was my number one before the festival even started. Yeah, I know. I remember you said as soon as the film started, or before the film started, we were sitting in the cinema, and you just turned and said, "You're going to love this, aren't you?" <laughs> and then the very first scene, the very first shot was of a tree, and I just went, "I love this." But I loved it because it was Juliette Binoche and yeah. Catherine Deneuve. Like, I mean, yeah. perfect. And it was wonderful. Yeah. You enjoyed it too. Oh, absolutely. It was the typical, simple French story. But it wasn't... Like, if, if, it, if it was made by Hollywood, it'd be so forced at the end. Yeah. It would be so, like, emotional, whatever, at the end. But... This one, like Catherine Deneuve was the same character throughout. Right. Which you would expect in someone because she's older now. She's set in her ways. And that's, you know, it's, for people who don't know, it's the relationship between uh, the mother and the daughter. And you kind of figured that out how the relationship is throughout the film. And I thought it was good that even at the end, towards the end, because normally in Hollywood you say, oh, you say, oh, they're going to reunite and be best buds and mother and daughter are going to be happy forever and this whole world like no it's <laughs> basically the same relationship but now more understanding of each other yeah. but not changing who they are yeah which is which is true which is reality yeah exactly yeah. which is what you kind of want especially in a french film so yeah it's it is a highlight like i, I think there was only what two films that we didn't like well, it comes to them. <laughs> well, I heard, oh, yeah, the shorts, Jesus. Well, I will say, well, I'll come on to the shorts in a minute, but I'll just say this. Yeah, it was, to me, watching this, this is just typical, typically French. It's exactly what the French do so yeah. well. And then we came out and find out by checking that it was directed by Hirokazu Karida, who's Japanese, and written by him as well. Like, it's not a French story. He's the guy who made Pickpocket, which I haven't seen yet. Shoplifters? Or shoplifters. Sorry, Pickpocket's a French yeah. film, ironically. Um, but yeah, and that's I couldn't believe that. Like I said, this yeah. is just so far from what you expect. But yeah. it was very wonderful. enjoyable. Yeah, and then my number one was It Must Be Heaven, which we've talked about already, which to me was just, I think, the best. Because it was <laughs> such a nice surprise. I didn't know. Yeah, what that it was a surprise to me as well. 
yeah, I just, I had no clue what the film was going to be. And mm. I didn't even read about it. And I actually kept thinking, because um, I think it was the first film of the day. And after we mm. left, I was like, oh, how are the rest going to, <laughs> to well, live up to, the, to, to this standard now of film? Because it was so light and so lovely that you just want to keep watching it. Like, I yeah. kept watching it. Oh, yeah. I want to say, yeah, keep going. Go, come to Ireland. Go where? Because he was yeah. going all to these different countries and his experience of the way things were done there and everything was just so ridiculous at times. The New York bit was yeah. priceless. Like yes. Everyone has guns. And then yeah. they just get increasing. And then this car pulls up and they open the boot and they take out a bazooka or something like that. Yeah. There were people walking around here with the guns in the supermarket. Yeah. The children with guns. It's just it's like normal. Like absolutely normal. They were just passing each other by and acknowledging and so on. Okay, so now what were your lowlights? Um, I can't really remember the ones that I didn't. Well, don't know if we can say them. I would um, no. <laughs> I nip that quickly in the book. Yeah, like we've highlighted some of the good Irish films, and we'll leave the Irish films at that because we might get into trouble. With yes. future content, I will say that it was one like a lot of the Irish shorts were miserable as always, but mm. one of them, this is what I said. I'm always giving out about Irish films and Irish shorts always being about miserable stories, drugs, drink, violence, um, suicide, the whole lot, and all these heartrending stories. And it's, it's not the stories I have a problem with; it's the fact that they keep doing the same thing and they keep doing it badly. Whereas there was one yeah. film in there, a, a short, um, Silence, which does deal with that, which was in Irish, and it was superb. I yeah. thought it was really good. Like, it, it actually takes all the wrong boxes for me normally in that what it dealt with and so on, but it did it so well. And that's what yeah. they should be doing. Because right? yeah, everyone exactly. else is just doing it because they think they should. Whereas that yeah. was actually done sincerely. They believed in what they were coming across with. So I highly recommend that short. That would... But... Yes. So I only had one low light that I can think of. Well, the wayward girl for me. Oh, well, oh, damn, sorry, yes. That was a bit annoying. And the, what's the other one? The audition. Like, they yeah. didn't really cut it for me. Now, I like older films from, like, actually, the wayward girl was actually okay. It was the other Hungarian, the adoption one. Okay. That I slept. <laughs> Just remember, you, you after the film, you were like, were you turning around to sleep? <laughs> oh, yeah. But you did that at no, for all of those. Those are the afternoon ones. There was a season of afternoon older films. There was um, The Audition, as you said, um, The Wayward Girl. And the Con Concrete Lucky Nights, you. I think. Concrete Nights, which you didn't see. Lucky you. Um, <laughs> and adoption and so on so but the thing was that was the season of films directed by women i know but the thing is the wayward girl was okay it did annoy me a bit mm -hmm. but it was okay the adoption i couldn't stand i just couldn't get my head around that film i yeah. don't know what i just i was just like oh my god this is just no no um but i appreciate them still <laughs> but no and well done they're just not my type of film. That film, yeah. like, I like older films, black and white films, but these ones weren't really my type because they were... Dull. 
I just didn't think like this, this they were characters are a bit annoying. That's all. <laughs> well, I would say with adoption, I liked it, but I know exactly what you mean because yeah. it was a Hungarian film, I think, as I said, certainly it was from yeah. socialist Soviet era film made in yeah. the 70s. And it was typical of particularly Polish films of that era where um, people used to joke about this. And now here's a cartoon about tractors. Like this yeah. is the sort of thing you got for that. So they just made matter of fact, very as bland as possible and ordinary. Um, but when you're in that frame of mind, I was able to appreciate it then. Like I thought it was good, but not yeah. great. And I mean, but I can imagine like this is what they were doing in Hungary on a Friday night for their entertainment. Like at the same time, yeah. that was out while everyone else was watching Star Wars. Like this is the contrast you'd see. No, this is more down to earth. So I'm glad to see it, but I would guess like one is enough. Like in whole yeah. festival, that's the only one of those films I would want to see. Yeah. But I can imagine the real low life for me. Um, and it might have been biased by your presence was Baccarat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. my other one as well. Like, there's not many that I would say, oh, it was crap. Like, the audition was okay, but it didn't, like, no, not the audition, the other adoption. Hmm? Did you see no, audi- there's one, uh, there's oh, one the audition. the audition. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, it was okay, but it didn't, compared to the other films that I saw, it wasn't, like, good enough. Yeah. So, Baccarat obviously wasn't good enough. Like, even the audition, the adoption, the wayward girl were better than Bakurao. Mm. Like that's Did you like back around any point? Like I was enjoying it up until the American bit. It made me miss Brazil, but that's it. <laughs> like just watching them sit around in chairs and things outside. Like we used to do that all the time uh, in the little villages, like um, in the poorer parts of the city, <laughs> uh, the suburbs, very poor suburbs. Uh, we used to do that and sit outside and talk to our neighbors and things like that. And we'd know everything that's going on in the village. But that's it. Like, other than that, some of the stuff was just stupid. Like, those gringos yeah. were so badly written and everything was just so forced and so kind of like, what's the point of this film? Yeah, well, this is, that's, it was at that point that it lost me. I thought it was okay until that. I was giving it the benefit of the doubt, enjoying it. And then when you had that scene with these American mercenaries who were just so cartoonish evil like at one point one guy because they were killers and someone mentions about some woman has been killed or something in the village and by someone else and someone says who was she and he says i don't give a damn who she was i'm just glad i killed her or something like that i said what like this is just nonsense and it was just so pure pure evil bad guys yeah. against these like, good I, I honest kill, people i want to kill more for the big boss yeah and this ufo looking drone kind of like goes around filming them and then the, what pissed me off the most was when they killed these two people in the car that were trying to flee and then the girl turns to the guy and says do you want to fuck oh, oh god yes really really yes, like I forgot it's, nothing. Just, it's so it's to shock you kind of yeah. thing you know like oh my god like these people are bad and they think you know they're great and like no this is just crap if yeah. someone said that to me and i was this person that was going out to kill people and i caught them on the drone two of my people who i employ that decided to have sex after they've killed i'm like what the fuck get the fuck up well i'm gonna kill you too 
like it's just so on like it's just so badly written and that mm. stuff just wouldn't happen that you're like <laughs> oh i don't know really but like if like the, that's uh, insulting to the gangs of brazil <laughs> these things just wouldn't happen but they weren't even meant to be the gangs of brazil, brazil. don't do that mm? but no these weren't even meant to be the gangs of brazil these were the government and uh, like the local mayor and the businessmen these were the rich but capitalists that's what I mean. they wouldn't even be like that like, oh no stupid it was it was utterly but that's what i'm saying it was so stupid it under like i agree with its cause it was just completely undermined by its stupidity Uh, but this is i think i hated it more after seeing the invisible life of iridis because i'm not going to try to start the name again because i said like both of those films the two films were the most popular films in brazil last year and they were both contenders for the oscar like these were the two big hitters Whereas yeah. e- even in, again in Invisible Life, there's some nasty people there as well, and they're mean. But you can yeah. still understand why they're behaving yeah. like that. But they're not. Yeah, they're nasty people, but they're relatable still. Yeah. Because of the time that they were in, and they're real. Those exactly. people actually like this. It's not a true story, but I know people that would have been like that. Real people that are now older people, but that's what they would have gone through. Mm-hmm. If you know in a situation like that because of what your woman went through, so like it's that is still very realistic. Yeah. The other one isn't. The other no. one is completely crazy and doesn't make any sense at all. It's one thing for you to make a completely far fetched film in future, you know. It's, it's a, but make it right. Like yeah. it's just so bad. So, but it's so but bad. it's also as well. It's preaching to the converted. In one regard, yeah. like as I said, I agree with what they're saying in that, yes, there's the politicians and the wealthy business class are trying to downtrod everyone else and so on, and people should yeah. rise up against them. But who are you going to convince with this? The only people, and this is what was, remember, in the cinema itself, there was a huge amount of people cheering along with this because they come from that background yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, you're playing to, it's like Trump playing to his fans. You're yeah. not convincing anyone else other than the people who already believe this anyway. So yeah. it's making no point. Whereas Invisible Life of Iridis is making a comment, commentary on how things were. And it's unfortunate. There's no, people aren't pure evil. They're just the yeah. way society behaves. And it's tragic. Yeah. So that's my take on all that. So anything else to say on all that? Film, we always oh yeah. Do anyway. Well, you did online as it is. What? You did on the f- website of the film festival. Oh yes, <laughs> guys. If you want to see. Well, what I why are like, you tossing your hair at doing that? <laughs> if uh, you want to see me uh, involved in the film festival, the two seconds that I was, um, there's a video on the Fil- Dublin Film Festival Facebook page. Me talking about the surprise film. I'm the first one in the orange jacket. <laughs> You're the first one. You're the first one. Like yeah. when you think of that, that's you. Like you, as, as soon as you go into the Facebook page and look for that, there you are. And yeah. I'm going, I've been going to the Dublin Film Festival for 35 years. And I've never even had a photograph. And there you are. Your first one with a season ticket in full video. Ah, well. It's like Baccarat. <laughs> They're going for their pets. <laughs> Um, right, so the surprise film this year was, I forgot the name, 
How to Build a Girl, wasn't it? Yes, How to Build a Girl, which was very good. And it was a huge change from the, the years before. But still, like, it's not a film that I would have seen otherwise if it hadn't been on this as a surprise film. Oh, like yeah. if, it, if, it, if it was even in the... Well, if it was in the brochure, maybe, because of the name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the times that we're in, I'd be like, yeah, I want to see that. Let's see what these fuckers have to say. <laughs> I had meant to say it to start this festival. Let's re... Or this podcast. Let's relaunch ourselves without any bad language. But that's clearly never going to happen. No, Michael. <laughs> okay. All right. um, yeah, so like I liked it. And I liked the the actress, Beanie Felstead, I think. I don't know. I didn't check. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. People who are listening to us do remember I am foreign. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how to pronounce her name. But I think she's very good. And I think she's in Fleabag. I think, which I've, I've started watching now. Okay. Where are you so, watching it? Uh, on Amazon Prime. All oh, right. I don't have that. I, I, want, I really want to see it. I wouldn't have now just as a disclaimer I didn't sign up for Amazon Prime John did I was against <laughs> him but he still did so I thought I might as well use it oh yeah because I, I mean, have the machine <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same I have no intention if, if I'm probably going to switch to Aircom or Air for my supplier and they give you a year's free Amazon so I might take them but I'm not buying it I'm not shopping at Amazon anymore anyway yeah. but go on right Yeah, so I did like the film, but at the same time, it's a film that like, yeah, if it's on TV, you might leave it on or whatever, but it's not a film that I go out of my way to see it. Like if it's on cinema again, I I wouldn't really bother. Um, So like it was nice, but it wasn't fantastic. Like It's fairly standard. What? It's fairly standard of its type. Yeah, yeah. Like the other years you had like Unseen. And Get Out, like, remember when Get Out came? Oh, God, yeah, that, that was that extraordinary. Was, I think that was the best. That was probably the best surprise film that I had gone to. Yeah. Because me and John were like, oh, what is this going to? Everyone was kind of like shuffling their seats, like, oh, God, what's, what is this? And then it was just brilliant. Yeah. Everything about it was just brilliant. Um, yeah, so I think this one was good. But, yeah, like you said, pretty standard. Yeah, it's, it's also... No, it's standard enough for a surprise film. I know it's not one you would have seen before, but they've done things like that like before. A lot of time they are tend to be smaller, low budget, usually American, but this was English films. They don't yeah. really have the big ones that often. Get Out was an exception. Um, Muppets Most Wanted was another exception years ago. But they didn't wonderful. think Get Out was going to be that big. No, I remember that yeah, at the time. At the time cause thought- it, was, it was only just being released in America at the time. Yeah. So it would have been, yeah, an indie American film at the time. And then suddenly it became huge. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. But I was about 10 minutes into it, I was just relaxed. Oh, it's one of these. And just accepted it. Yeah. Than, um, and we didn't see that one together. You were talking with John and I was with my friends, Ian and Shirley. And I was well, raging. we haven't seen any of them together. Any of the surprise films? No. But I'm yeah. saying of the festival this year. Yes. Oh, a real Mick, mm. Mick is part of the Mean Girls. I can't sit with Mick. And you'd think it'd be the other way around. <laughs> but no. This was not my white choice. let me sit with him and his friends. I'm going to go get a seat for me and Ian and Shuri. And I'll see you after the film. I never, okay. excuse me, never, Bitch. never, never. 
said that. Yes, you have. No, I didn't. Yes, you have. I did and not. You said that. The obviously the one with the with Vince Vaughn and your other guy, Mel Gibson. You had to because we were in different screens. But all the other one was always like, right, I'm gonna go in with Ian and Shirley. I'll see you later because me and Don are getting popcorn. Yeah. So I was like. Oh, yeah, but then you you don't save us a seat. Well, you just go and get yourselves a seat. Yeah, well, first of all, when we arrived to see, we arrived together this year because we had just been seeing another film. And then you and John went to get popcorn and I had already got a message from Ian and Shirley that they had a seat for me. And I didn't read, and I went to there and they had kept two seats because they didn't know that it was you and John as well. So, and I wasn't going to separate you from John now, was I? And have John sit beside me and you down there on your own. Okay, okay next year, the next time there's a film festival, if ever, I will make sure that you and I are sitting <laughs> together at the surprise film and everyone else can sit somewhere else. Is that okay? Yes. Thanks. Okay, well, we leave it there. But now yes. that we're back and taking full advantage of the lockdown by getting mm. lots of people to listen to us, um, yes. We need something to podcast about. Yes, we do. So we thought we would revive one of my great ideas from the past, which was to recommend the film to each other. Yeah. I can't I believe you're not jumping down my throat at that. It was your idea. I just yeah, said one of my great ideas. All right. Okay, so you forgot when I suggested to you to revive your brilliant idea of the, can you not think of something now of yeah, the cup I'm, I'm looking around in my bedroom so <laughs> <laughs> um, okay I'll tell you what the, though because you're, you're going to turn no, but it's not a film we're not telling someone else I'm not telling you what film to watch I'm giving you uh, uh, a category aren't I and yeah. you choose oh exactly. okay good <laughs> Are you still looking around your bedroom? I can see a picture of clouds behind us. I want you to pick something about the sky. Actually, that picture of clouds is my Edward Scissorhands poster. Right. And the Blade Runner one next to it. So, I like that Blade Runner. There, there are two films, but you've seen them. So there's no <laughs> point in me telling you to watch them. Okay. Well, while you're being inspired... My and also you have to come up with something that it is possible to see. Like it's not as if I can go to a video library or anything like that anymore. I'm limited to movie, Netflix, and that's pretty much and it. Amazon. Oh no. Oh no, no um, now. Now TV. Now TV, yeah. It's not a lot there. Thanks to your good self. Yeah. Who can't even butter her arse coming up with an idea for me. Okay. My recommendation to you is to watch a film starring Jennifer Jason Lee. Okay. Because I saw her in a film recently and I had I thought with said, oh I used because I used to love Jennifer Jason Lee. I still do. And I said, mm, haven't seen anything apart from the uh, grateful or the hateful the grateful the hateful eight, which is exempt from this. So will you be able to find one? Probably could, yeah. Sure, how about all the streaming services possible? Um, and ideally, one that right. she's she's a big part in now, not something that she's in for about ten minutes in a cameo or something like that. Okay, if only people could see you. Okay, so can I say my one now? Oh, you can. 
So actually, going on the same lines as you of an actress to watch, I would say, if you haven't already watched all of them, but watch a film uh, with Catherine O'Hara. Ooh. Okay. I'll see what I can find. Now, we should say, in the meantime, uh, we are free to, this is for me, free to text each other and say, I can't find one. Please suggest something else. So okay. if it should happen, like you'll probably be able to find one easy enough because as I yeah. said, you so many streaming services. I am limited to three. Okay. Okay. Well, we leave it there. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun FaceTiming with you all. Our recording yes. our FaceTime experience with you all. And You're not actually recording our faces, are you? No. <laughs> I think I showed my boobs a couple of times. No, you didn't. I mean, I, I, I don't think you did. <laughs> you requested it. You, you held up a sign that said, take your top off. I have no answer to this. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I, I she is joking. I mean, why would I, of all the times where I've been personally in your company, and that is all sorts of sound coming out of it, personally in your company, now when I'm on a, on a screen, I would then ask you to do that. Because then you can take a print screen and then you'll have to tear. <laughs> Has this happened to you before, Marina? No. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Yes. And I'm all, I'm, I, if that scratching noise you hear is me, busy, me busily writing a sign. So join us next time on Spoilerama. I've been Rick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woohoo!